Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Adam King. Good morning and forward! Wow. Tuesday morning. Central. I'm out here in the Pacific. 6 a.m. for me out here in California, but I heard that Harrison was still out of production today. Congratulations, Mazel Tov, to him on his second child. I am Adam King. I'm going to be your guest host this afternoon, and it is so early out here. The sun isn't even up yet in California, and I wish I had some Turbo Force Plus put in an order but still waiting for it so i'm gonna have to settle with my super male vitality to get me started this morning so that i can blow up the spot for you guys super excited to be here i gotta say it's a tremendous honor because every single morning i wake up and the first thing i do is i put on harrison smith and now i'm hosting a show so this is a great honor to be here. It's a great honor to be with the InfoWars community and to wake up with all of you. And uh, we have an amazing, amazing show in store. We got an insane guest list. We're going all around the world today. We got callers from Jordan. We got callers from Dubai. We got people from London. We got Roger Stone coming on. We got a whole slew of awesome uh, guests and information that we're going to be sharing. And we're also going to be breaking some news today. Some serious, serious news out in California that pertains to vaccines, but we're going to get to that a little bit later in the segment. Again, my name is Adam King. I am guest hosting for Harrison Smith. And uh, you can find all my videos on Bandai Video um, on the Adam King Show. But... Uh, Enough about me. Let's get into the day. It is Tuesday morning, three minutes into the set, and there is just so much to talk about. I don't even know where to begin. Um, today actually is uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day, and uh, we're going to do a segment a little bit later on in the in the afternoon about uh, what that means seeing that the Nazis have just injected 90% of Israel with a a death serum, sterilizing death serum. So hashtag never forget that one. Um, Gosh, where to begin, where to begin? So I started my show about a year and a half ago, and um, this was really my fight. And, you know, just like all of you InfoWarriors, I was a daily InfoWarrior listening in my factory i made sure that all my employees are required to watch harrison alex and owen throughout the day and uh and after some time i realized that it's just not good enough to show up and to share the videos that's all super important i had to do more 
So I started the Adam King show. Um, it was a spinoff of another show, The World According to Ben Stein, who uh, I was on for a season. And um, I'm just out here punching, taking names, making sure that we are going to stop the New World Order in its tracks. I don't know if you guys saw Alex's video yesterday, but um, Alex's live stream, he basically said there's no stopping this, that it's here. We can only mitigate the damage that it, it does. And that hit me. That was very, very tough pill to swallow. But it's true. I mean, what are we going to do? You know, they've already implemented their Agenda 2030. They're hastening production. And uh, they're doing everything they can to prohibit us from getting the word out. That's why it's so important that everybody always tunes into InfoWars. Make sure all your friends are tuned into InfoWars. And make sure that you stay tuned every single day and share these videos we are going to win this war we are going to get this information out there when we come back from the break we're going to blow up this spot with roger stone we're going to have a lot of fun today stay tuned everybody to the american journal you're watching the american journal with your host Adam King. All right. So, uh, Tuesday morning, it is exciting to be here. And uh, what should we talk about first? What is the most pressing thing on the agenda today? I got a lot of traction on the topic that I was I, I've been covering um, Vivek Ramaswamy uh, some of our guests I'm going to press them on this issue today about Vivek Ramaswamy and the whole Trump DeSantis thing it seems like DeSantis is really bailing out of the race I guess the Trump team really strong-armed him into uh, stepping down don't know if that's real don't know if it's fake but uh, one thing that surprises me is that a lot of people are not giving enough attention to this guy Vivek Ramaswamy. Um, it's, you know, from my point of view, I was a diehard Trump loyalist for some, for all four years. In fact, I was very intimate with the administration. Um, it seemed like every time someone got canned, they'd hire another person that I was even closer to. And by the end, I was texting with Mark Meadows all the time as White House, White House chief of staff. I came up really big in Trump, but I got really disappointed towards the end. Uh, you know, obviously he became a vaccine pusher, his million dollar donation to Pfizer. And we would have to be absolute idiots if we didn't consider everyone vying for power a potential fraud and phony, even Vivek Ramaswamy. But what I think is really important and that America should be doing in the next uh uh, year, year and a half, we got to be promoting a ton of people. We need like 20 candidates that can go up there and try to become president. The more robust of a field that we could possibly procure, the better our chances of really getting a multitude of ideas out there because I don't feel that Trump represents everything I believe in. He definitely has some core uh, contingent policies that are that are our home run. And it's like taboo. It's almost like in the in the in the conservative America first movement, it's almost like you can't even talk poorly about Trump, even though, you know, 
he did allow the election to be stolen and he is allowing for the J6ers to still remain in prison without doing really much of anything. And, you know, he did bring about Fauci and Gates and the whole pandemic. But, you know, he did some amazing things. And, and you know, let's say that he did get bamboozled by these swindlers. He still got bamboozled. So we got to keep that on our mind that he's susceptible to that. And we got to keep a wide option open. So we're going to be talking to a lot of our guests today about the possibility of more candidates coming into the race, Vivek Ramaswamy, and what that could possibly mean for America. We're going to ask Roger Stone. And I got to say about Roger Stone, every single time I get down on Trump, I get, I, I, I get on the phone with Roger Stone, and within 30 minutes, I realize that he's not intentional. He's not intent. Sometimes I wonder, like, is this guy like, is this guy a plant or something like a super high level plant disruptor? And uh, Roger always makes me feel like it's 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 a safe thing to get back onto Team Trump. So I'm really looking forward to talking to Roger later th- uh, in the next segment about um, some of these topics and more. We're going to cover his. Uh, I know last time I spoke to him, he was on my show a couple couple uh, about a week and a half ago. Uh, and we covered his lawsuit against his his lawsuit. Hunter Biden is threatening to sue him for talking about the laptop from hell. And uh, so there's a lot of exciting stuff. Um, and uh, and I want to get into it. But, you know, before we go deep into Trumplandia, Just want to remind all you info warriors that in the last two months, something like 43 train wrecks have spilled hazardous material into water supplies. So um, I know on InfoWarsStore.com, there is a new water filter. I highly suggest everybody is drinking from a water filter. If you're drinking from tap and you listen to InfoWars, you got to get your act together because we're the only news source that's reporting on on these these spills. And, and, and you know, the truth is, is I don't even know where Downriver is anymore. When it was East Palestine, Ohio, you could track the Ohio River down to the Mississippi, all the way out to the Gulf of Mexico. I don't know where these other rivers are that keep getting toxic material dumped into them, but that's in our water supply. Make sure you're drinking clean water. I think it's called like an Alexa Pro filter or something like that. Um, I've seen a couple of these. They're really, really good. Um, I use an alkaline filter myself at home like this uh, bougie water filter that makes makes me feel really good inside. So, um, so yeah, that is something that has been on my mind lately. And, 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 it, and it bugs me, actually, that, you know, like in America, we have a climate czar. John Kerry has like this honorable position. Let's call it honorable position of being climate czar. Have you heard one damn thing from John Kerry about these train wrecks? Or Greta Thunberg, the little troll gnome who uh, used environmentalism as a way of getting out of high school. I remember trying to get out of high school. We would just like sneak out, ditch school like men. We didn't have to sit there and protest some fake thing like Greta Thunberg. But uh, how funny would that be if like Greta Thunberg and David Hogg hooked up and had a kid, right? Probably become a tranny, but. <laughs> Oh, the poor trannies. 
anyways, I'm funny sometimes. Not this early in the morning. That's why I got to take some of this super male vitality right here. If I get this in my system, I'm going to be really funny this morning. Let's take a shot and get ready. Because we got three hours. A three-hour tour. A three-hour tour. Bottoms up, InfoWarriors. I got to say, this super male vitality, it really gets me. I never not have a supply of this in the house at any time. Sometimes I need to pick me up. Sometimes I need a pick-me-up if you catch my drift. But supposedly the best pick-me-up is TurboForce Plus, without a doubt. I wish I had some in my, uh, in my morning cup. Here's my invisible pour of the TurboForce Plus. And I know that even an invisible pour is going to fill me up with energy today. But I got to say, it's so cool to be hosting... The American Journal, because I wake up to Harrison every single morning. First thing I do, roll over, grab the remote control, turn on InfoWars, start my day. Literally on repeat for countless years. And I, and I highly suggest that uh, everybody do the same. If this is your first time listening into InfoWars, come back tomorrow. Wait till you see Harrison. You know, he's such a classy guy. He's like the only guy who's like always in a suit and tie. He's like presentable. He's like a father figure. You know, he's like that classic American archetype person. And uh, it's great to start your day with Harrison every single morning. So, um, gosh, I'm getting text messages. A lot of people are seeing me on live, which is cool. Shout out to everybody. Big shout out to Rock Breath, my associate producer for the Adam King Show. And uh, there's just a lot going on today. We got uh, Roger Stone coming up next and uh, right after the break. And um, this is great. I wish I had uh, some books to plug. I got uh, Conspirators Hierarchy, John Coleman. That's a good one on Amazon. We're going to get super deep with a lot of topics 41 seconds left in this uh, segment, and then we are going to head out to our first commercial break of the afternoon, the morning. You see, in my mind, I'm like not even awake yet. My mom called me this morning. She's like, are you really getting up for six at 6 a.m.? I said, Mom, it's for InfoWars. Of course I'm getting up at 6 a.m. So when we come back from the break, we're going to get into some more serious topics. We're going to start your day off right. We had some coffee. We had some uh, super male vitality. We're good in the head. Enjoy this commercial break, and we come back. We got Roger Stone. Hydrofluorosilicic acid is the third most deadly acid on Earth, and they've got our children drinking that. This is a psychotic death cult, period, case closed, out to get you and your family. We sell the Alexa Pure Breeze, made by the My Patriot Supply Ready Hour Group. It's been around about 15 years, became the biggest company in the last six. They went out, hired engineers, reverse engineered the fancy best water filter system out there that sells for twice the price, and they made it as good in all the studies 
it reduces things to non-detectable levels, thousands of chemicals. But you can go pay two or three times. There's four or five other filters out there that are just as good. We sell the very best, highest-grade water filtration system for half the price of leading competitor. And the media says we're bad and a cult for telling you you should filter your water. You should also filter your shower water. That's another way you absorb this crap. But but I'm done talking about that. The point is you get the filters at InfoWarsStore.com. They're discounted right now. Finally back in stock. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsTore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate to the library or Give them to the local school. This is an info war. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, and we're back from the commercial break. I got to say, these Matt Baker videos are so funny. You know, I love the theatrical performances and everything. This guy's on fire, Matt Baker. I'm going to compete against you, Matt. I'm going to make some commercials, too. You just inspired me, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to blow it up. You sit tight, Matt Baker. Anyways, welcome back, InfoWarriors. We got Roger Stone coming up. We got a lot to talk about going to be really exciting if he is ready we could bring him in if not uh oh there he is roger stone the man the myth the legend probably the most underrated person in the entire trump apparatus you know roger i was thinking about it uh a little bit earlier this morning you might be the most central figure in the entire trump administration the, the future trump world i don't it's not an administration anymore but i mean I mean, really, what a what a interwoven person you are into the whole apparatus. Uh, How well, you doing Adam, thanks for thanks first of all for having me. It's a little early for me, so I apologize for the bedhead. Uh, but uh, that's very kind. Look, I think Donald Trump is the most central person uh, in the comeback of Donald Trump. And what many people don't understand is that. He's not a politician. He'll never be a politician. He's a political figure, certainly. Uh, But he, unlike, say, George W. Bush, uh, he's not handled. He's not managed. He is not scripted. He is very, very much his own man. Uh, And uh, that doesn't mean that he doesn't sometimes seek advice uh, from a broad cross section of advisors. Uh, But at the end of the day, what you see is what you get. By the way, that's 
precisely why he was elected. So those people who over the years have said, oh, I love Trump, if you could just get him to stop tweeting. No, that's actually never going to happen. He's always going to post his own thoughts on social media, uh, and he, he's not going to be censored by staff or advisors or anyone else. That is the Donald Trump that got elected in 2016. That is the Donald Trump that, in my opinion, got reelected by huge numbers in 2020 and was cheated out of the presidency. Uh, and that is the Donald Trump that will lead us back to victory again. You know, I, uh, you and I, we've had several conversations where I've, you know, expressed a little bit of concern about President Trump and, you know, not, in, I'm not off the Trump train, but I'm looking at the next exit. And every time we end up talking, I end up saying, no, you know, I got a good seat on the train. I'm going to stay on the train. You know, I think that the president would do very well bringing you into the administration in an official capacity, unlike in the previous administration. Would you be interested if he wanted to bring you in? Would you come in and actually serve in some sort of real capacity? Uh, look, I would do anything that President Trump asked me to do, uh, you know, within the law, obviously. Am I looking <laughs> for a job? No, I'm not looking for a job. Uh, and uh, let's win the next election before we form the next administration. Right now, what I'm seeking to do uh, is to do as much as I possibly can uh, to support him. Uh, and uh, that involves mostly attacking his enemies. I'm very proud of this interview that I did at the Epic Times last week. Uh, I'm very proud of the interview I did at Newsmax just a couple of days ago. Uh, I've known Donald Trump on a personal level, on a personal basis, for 44 years. Uh, I first suggested that he should consider running for president in 1988. I suggested it again in 2000. Uh, when we spend a substantial amount of his money on an exploratory effort to examine whether uh, the Reform Party nomination, uh, which his fellow billionaire Ross Perot was pressing him about, was worth taking. Uh, and he, I think, in retrospect, wisely recognized that he would merely split the more conservative vote uh, and guarantee the election of Al Gore, which is something he did not want to do. Uh, so uh, people are going to have to accept the fact that he's not perfect. Uh, he is flawed, as we all are. There's only one who is perfect. He, he is perfect. No one else is perfect. Uh, and uh, he is still our last best hope. There is no other candidate out there uh, with the name ID, with the money, with the pre-established following. Uh, and, and now with the deep understanding of the deep state, which I think Trump in a second term would be much, much better than Trump in a first term. Uh, and in a first term, he achieved incredible things considering the quislings uh, and the traitors that uh, in some cases surrounded him. I mean, the most robust economy in American history, 
the fastest rate of job growth in American history, the fastest rate of, of wage growth in American history, uh, the lowest levels of unemployment among all Americans, black Americans, white Americans, Hispanic Americans, Asian Americans, young, old. Uh, it, was, uh, it was really a booming economy just a few years ago. He straightened out uh, and did away with all these one-size-fits-all trade agreements to help us reach individual trade agreements that were both good for our trading partners and good for us. But more important than any of that, he kept us out of war. We started no new wars under Donald Trump. Uh, and when he brought our troops home, he didn't leave carnage and death behind, unlike Joe Biden. You know, well said. And uh, I truly think that, you know, there there clearly is in the in the alt-right community and whatnot, some distrust for President Trump. And, and I and I truly believe that both you and Alex Jones are his his two top assets that, that he really has. I, I hope he leans into you. You published an article the other day about uh, Donald Trump and potential. Uh, teaming up with uh, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And that got an insane amount of traction. First of all, I think that's a brilliant idea, the two of them joining forces in some president, vice president, uh, you know, President Trump, vice president Kennedy type of scenario. Uh, for everybody on in listening right now that didn't get a chance to read it, just Google Roger Stone, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., Donald Trump, and it'll all these articles will come up. It really went viral. But Roger, maybe you could tell the audience a little bit about what you wrote and uh, and the theory behind it. You know, we're actually dipping out to a break, so I'm starting on the on, on the uh, on the after side of the break. Uh, we'll get back to it. Yeah, I think it's time for a bipartisan national unity ticket uh, that would feature both a Republican and a Democrat. And I can talk exactly about how we could achieve that on the other side. Great to be back home here uh, at InfoWars. Uh, and I'll lay out why a Trump-Kennedy ticket is not so far-fetched, why it is actually possible, and why now is exactly the right time for this kind of outside-the-box thinking, Adam. Great to be back here on InfoWars. It's great to have you. And we come back, we are going to hear more from Roger Stone about this bipartisan ticket of two of our favorite people. You are listening to the American Journal. I am your guest host, Adam King. Stay tuned. Turbo Force is back, sold out for eight months, and it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger, the strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. It's not just wide-spectrum nat natural herbs that time release over 10 hours should be called 10 hour energy it has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart your brain your liver you name it uh it it, it is the super fuel brain force plus is great brain force ultra is great they're two different nootropics they go good with this but this is the king kong this is the boss Turbo Force, back in stock, discounted, InfoWarsStore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. 
You're watching The American Journal with your host, Adam King. All right, welcome back, InfoWarriors. That was another epic break. The commercials with InfoWars are just so much better than TV commercials. We are joined on the other side of that commercial break by our guest again, Roger Stone. We are talking about potential bipartisan ticket, Trump and Kennedy Jr. I think that's a great idea. I think that there's a lot of Democrats who are have, have so much buyer's remorse right now with uh, uh, Joseph R. Pedophile Biden. And, uh, you know, I think that having Trump aligned with a good Democrat like Kennedy could be a great thing for the country. Something we really need. Roger, you were talking about it, and I want to hear uh, I want to hear your thoughts on this further. It's really your idea. Well, first of all, let me say that um, I don't think either man would consider it today. But this nomination is not today. It's next August. <clears throat> the Democratic uh, Party, I think, uh, is petrified about the challenge uh, from Robert Kennedy, uh, despite the fact that he um, probably will be underfunded. Uh, he, he doesn't seem to have anybody around him who has any expertise or experience in running a presidential campaign. But what he does have is the Kennedy magic. And what he does have uh, is, uh, is the righteousness of his position. And he's extraordinarily articulate, both as a critic of the effectiveness uh, or safety uh, of the COVID-19 vaccination, indeed all vaccinations, uh, as well as the correct, in my opinion, worldview about the failure of the neocons to project our military power to try to dominate the earth, which is coming back now to bite us as we see Russia, China, Iran, the Saudis, uh, uh, the Turks, perhaps the Egyptians, uh, the Brazilians, and others move into a new economic uh, and presumably military alliance, very dangerous for America. Uh, Bobby Kennedy is going to get abused in the democratic process the way they're going to try to keep him off the ballot in various states and caucuses. Uh, they're going to kneecap him in every way possible. I still think that he will in the end uh, on those places where he gets on the ballot, he will overperform. Donald Trump could solve the concerns of those who are uh, who are upset about his his record on warp speed uh, through the selection of Kennedy. Uh, whether Trump could jam Robert Kennedy, a registered Democrat, uh, down the throats of a Republican National Convention remains to be seen. I think it, at that point it is probable. Uh, that he could do so, whether there are state laws that would prevent Kennedy from seeking the Democratic nomination early in the process and then appearing on the ballot in those states in the general election under a different party is an extraordinarily complicated question. So it is not that there aren't barriers to this idea, but I like the idea of a bipartisan national unity ticket uh, Lincoln did this after World War II, dumped Hannibal Hamlin as his vice president, uh, selected Andrew Johnson, a Tennessee Democrat, in an effort to bind up the wounds of the country. Uh, it was probably, unfortunately, a factor uh, in his assassination. Uh, we don't certainly wish that on the president. In fact, 
I pray for the president's safety and the safety of his family every single day, both day and night. Uh, but I, I really think that we're at a unique time in American history, uh, a time when a Trump-Kennedy ticket just makes a lot of sense. Uh, it would give those disaffected Democrats, and there are many, and there will be more, a place to go, uh, a comfort level that they might not normally have voting for a Republican. Uh, and uh, they also solve Trump's, quote unquote, vaccination problem, uh, in my opinion. Again, I don't think either man would consider this today. People look at it and say, oh, that's an interesting idea, but it's whimsy. Well, I've thrown it out there uh, and it's taken off. It's taken on a life of its own. Um, I think it's a great idea. I admire both men very much. Let's, as Trump would say, let's see what happens. I also admire both men very much. And I, and I think it's a really phenomenal idea. I think that the backlash from the Republicans would come more from the rhinos rather than the alt-right community, which I think is bigger than the, the centrist Republicans. I think in actuality is a smaller com community, especially now with all the corruption and the chaos that's ensued. A lot of people that were like center-right have moved more towards the far-right, and which is ironic that a Democrat makes those people, especially the anti-vax community, feel more comfortable. So it would be great for Trump. It would also show that uh, that Trump is not playing partisan politics. Um, and, you know, it really goes against the uniparty system that all these people are in bed together, you know, maybe even quite literally. But the truth of the matter is, is that a bipartisan ticket could solve a lot of problems in our country. And uh, and I'm all for it. I think it's a great idea, and I hope that it gets more traction. Of course, it's not going to get picked up now because uh, you know each guy's got to have his own ego for the fight ahead of him. But you know, there's things about Robert F. Kennedy Jr., like uh, his stance on gun control, that I don't like. But you know, he really hit a home run with the vaccines, and I feel that there's nobody up there who's really representing the anti-vax community, which is quite significant at this point, you know, and it's well, not just the anti-community, it's also the people who have lost all faith in Western medicine. Uh, I think here's an important factor, and that is that uh, historically, no president in modern times who faced a significant challenge to their reelection uh, beat back that challenge, went on to be reelected, not Jimmy Carter in 1976, not Gerald Ford in 1976. So anytime there's been a significant challenge to an incumbent, even though they turn that challenge back, they have not won. That means it significantly weakens uh, the incumbent. Should Joe Biden uh, be the Democratic nominee? And I think that's an open question uh, in all honesty. Uh, I think that he would be significantly weakened by a grassroots insurgency uh, you know, led by Robert Kennedy, who's a very determined, serious person, and he's very serious about this. Whether or not he can put together an effective campaign, whether or not he can raise enough money, be and the reason that's significant is because not only the ability to purchase money to advertise and communicate, but under the Democratic Party rules, for some strange reason, they use your fundraising as the measure of your viability and whether you're allowed to be in the debates. So we okay. shall see. 
Adams, I want to thank you for having me. Folks can watch me uh, at StoneZone.live every day at 5 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Center, StoneZone.live, where I do a one-hour show of politics. Wayne Allen Root joins me today, as well as our own legal analyst, uh, Gary Ostrow, breaking down the recent national security leaks. So uh, if you want to get more Roger Stone, you can go to StoneZone.live at 5 o'clock Eastern, or you can go to StoneZone.com. Uh, go to the shop there. You can get your very own Roger Stone Did Nothing Wrong t-shirt like the one you see me wearing or your very own signed uh, Roger Stone. This is a paperweight, a stone that I have personally uh, signed. I want to have things. I need a Roger Stone. My, I need a Roger Stone. That's incredible. What a marketer! I well, want to say one more. I want to say one more thing before you leave about the ticket of uh, of uh, Trump and Kennedy. I think it would be the ultimate vendetta tour against the deep state. I mean, both have such a serious gripe and bone against the deep state, and uh, and it could it could be exciting. Wayne Allen Root is epic. I, I'm going to try to tune in and uh, check that out today. That sounds like a great show. And, uh, and I really appreciate you joining us here on uh, American Journal this morning. And uh, thank you for coming out. I can't wait to see you in person so we can get Roger stoned together. <laughs> buff, buff, pass, my friend. God bless you, Adam. Have a great time. You're doing a great yeah. job here on Coopers. It is. This is the tip of the spear, folks. Never forget it. Absolutely. We'll be right back after a short commercial break. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department but it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just gonna tell you, bottom line, my wife is blown away. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets, and I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, energy your workouts get 1776 testosterone boost at infowarstore.com the eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans they financed major universities they ran full page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the new york times other major newspapers that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended and the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
Alright, InfoWarriors. God, we play the best music on InfoWars. I think we should have an InfoWars Spotify account. What do you guys think? Everybody be tuning in, listening to all the music that gets played on this station. It's the best music on the internet. Everybody, make a vote. DJ Alex Jones. DJ AJ. For our next guest, we have one of my uh, longtime mentors, friends, colleagues, partners, every one, an everything person to me. Coming in, Mark Goldman joins us from Boca Raton, Florida. Mark, how you doing? Welcome to the American Journal. Well, thanks for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here, and it's beautiful here in Boca Raton, Florida, free state of Florida. So I feel very fortunate to be here as well, and uh, I'm great. Thanks. How are you doing? Yeah. I'm doing amazing. You know, I'm hosting the show that I watch every single morning when I wake up. I mean, what could That's be better? Great. You know? Yeah, good for you. It's wonderful. So we I'm just so got off the we just had Roger Stone on the line and we got into this really interesting discussion about Trump potentially. Uh, Roger made a suggestion. He had a viral. I know you guys are friends, too. He made a viral mm -hmm. uh, article about Trump, a Trump and Kennedy ticket, a bipartisan ticket. What are your thoughts on that before we jump into some other topics? Well, I know you're pretty anti-vax yourself. I am. Uh, I don't know enough about Kennedy. I mean, should America, which for many, many years was somewhat bipartisan, the answer would be wonderful. With what we're seeing going on these days, the likelihood to me is unfortunately very, very low. And I don't know enough about Kennedy Jr. to make a comment about him one way or the other, except that he's acting big on anti-vax which i agree with them on obviously i know that you're i know that you have extremely deep roots in both the trump and the desantis camps there's a lot of yeah. talk going on that desantis is actually not going to run anymore have you heard anything about this you know there's a million rumors out there a million stories how many of them are made up by people who have no clue how many are ones who are close and have some sense of it, your guess is as good as mine. And it would be speculative for me to say anything that would be, you know. Well, if that you I don't know, know it's certainly speculation. So, yeah. Well, I, I, have you gotten a chance to look at Vivek Ramaswamy yet? At the which? Vivek Ramaswamy. The third guy in the race. Oh, I actually met him briefly uh, at some event. Uh, yeah, he seemed like a very nice guy, but again, um, I don't know enough to make any comment. I, I mean, there's one thing that's true. Trump accomplished more in one term than anyone else that I'm aware of or think of in terms of the changes that he made to put us in a much better place which is an indicator to me, unfortunately, of why the other side is working so hard to push back on all those accomplishments and continue to jeopardize America, which is what they're doing. And, uh, you know, you know, it is true. And uh, it is true that they're coming after him so vehemently uh, with so much gusto and it all backfires in the end uh, with them. You know, I, I do think that Trump is making several mistakes in his lawsuit. 
Um, he should have been mo- he should have motioned to have it dismissed a long time ago. What's your thought on the lawsuit? What's your what's your take on the whole thing? Listen, they will make up anything. We saw it with two impeachments that had no basis whatsoever, and yet they took it through to impeachment. So they'll stop at nothing. I don't know if you have time for this uh, now, but I don't know if you heard the joke when he was on the boat with the Pope. Did you hear that one? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So the joke goes, Trump's on the boat with the Pope. A big wind comes, blows off the Pope's hat. Trump climbs down off the boat, walks on the water, finds the hat, picks it up, walks back on the water, climbs back up on the boat, gives it to the Pope, gives the hat back to the Pope. Next day, headlines, CNN, New York Times, Washington Post, MSNBC, Trump can't swim. You know, I mean, that's how they get him every time, you know, like yeah, there's nothing. That he can... No matter what he does, it's it's uh, the opposite. So what are you? Gonna you say? remember their campaign, anybody but Trump. And then that ended up turning yeah. into an old pedophile who uh, can't remember what flavor ice cream he likes. Well, he only remembers when he's reminded by his boss, which is the guy who's uh, in charge in China. So he tells him which flavor to eat, as well as he tells him everything else to do, in my opinion. But when you look at what the Democrats are doing on so many things to divide the country and and just create a divisiveness, uh, these incidents that have just happened in the last three or four weeks with the gun incidents. Right. the Democrats and the media have done what they have done each and every time such an incident has gone on, which is let's take guns away from every law-abiding American, and it's guns that are a problem. When you say it's guns that are a problem, it's like blaming cars for car accidents, not the driver. I mean, come on. Uh, and and but when when you look at the degree of sympathy and and uh, distress that they exhibit when they uh, talk about these victims, which is horrible things to happen to people, of course. But I would say if we were to go back over the last 10 years, the total number killed by incidents similar to these last few that took place uh, whether it's schools or churches or synagogues or uh, stores or other things of that nature, I would say over the last 10 years, less than 5,000 people have unfortunately been killed by such incidents. That would be my best guess. And the Democrats continue to blame Republicans and the Constitution for those terrible 5,000 deaths. And yet when we look at the Democrat policy uh, with the borders, their policy is open the borders, let all the fentanyl in, let all the criminals in. And so last year alone, approximately 100,000 were killed by fentanyl alone. Democrats say their response is let's open the border wider, maybe more can get killed. So, I mean, what are we talking about? These people are crying over those 5,000 over 10 years and killing 100,000 and and continuing doing that? What? Who are they? What are they trying to really do? Who are they pretending to be? What's going on here? 
and you know, just I, like I, I really love that analogy. It's 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 bathed in hypocrisy that they're that they freak out lie. over gun control. Yeah, it's just straight up lying. They freak out straight. over gun control, but and something like border. But what do you expect? who advocated to kill 20 million babies in the womb. Exactly. I mean, not only do they want to say we can kill them in the womb, they say that we can kill them when they come out. And if their position is that a mother has the right to kill her baby when it's one day old and has done nothing, how about when the kid's 15 and pisses her off? Does she still have that right? When does that right stop? I mean, where are you going? What's the slippery slope? And why are you discriminating against fathers? Fathers don't have the right. If, if they're saying mothers have the right to kill their children, why don't fathers? I mean, but the whole conversation is they want, they say murder is okay. It's not okay. Why, why is it even a conversation? People can right. argue between conception and weak something, not for me to say what week, but uh, after a certain point, there's no question it's a person. And they're saying you can kill it even when it comes out. So it's murder. And We know why they want gun control. They want gun control because they want to control us. They know that if they take our guns, then they get control. Every, Every communist place does the exact same thing. What citizen... In China has a gun. What citizen in Russia has a gun? What citizen in Iran has a gun? What citizen in, in North Korea has a gun? I mean, would you rather live in Democrat-run North Korea or Republican-run South Korea? I mean, <laughs> that's the fundamental difference between full control, which is what they're trying to accomplish, and open discussion, debate, and everything else that is really and why our founders put it into our constitution so we can defend ourselves and that's so important these are great breaks thanks for joining us mark when we get back from the break we are going to be breaking news on turbo the american force journal is back, sold out for eight months and it's turbo force plus we made it even stronger the strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere turbo force is back in stock at infowarsstore.com or triple A two five three three one three nine. It's not just wide spectrum nash, natural herbs that time release over ten hours. It should be called ten hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it is the super fuel. Brainforce Plus is great. Brainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turbo Force, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. You're tuned in to the American Journal. With your host, Adam King. Yeah, baby, that's right. Your guest host today, Adam King, filling in for Harrison Smith while he's on baby duty. Uh, congratulations again, Harrison Smith. We got some heavy hitters all morning. 
busted out with Roger Stone. Next, Mark Goldman. And now we're going to be doing something that really takes this to the next level. We got our special guest breaking news right now from the city of Beverly Hills. Our guest, David Hakimi Far, managing partner of Hakimi Far Law. David, how are you doing today? Welcome to the uh, American Journal. Great to be here with you, Adam. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here with you. And, you know, for all the listeners, the vast hordes of listeners that are listening right now, David and I have been in cahoots for uh, about a month now. David has been breaking an amazing story about the city of Beverly Hills breaking away from the city of L.A.'s vaccine mandate for employees. And because of this man right here, this man. The city of Beverly Hills has revoked its vaccine mandate and is now uh, taking on employees who uh, no longer require the vaccine. David, give us a little background of how this all came about. Well, thank you very much. I, I can't take full credit for it because there's a lot of brave people and um, I'll get into who the specific person is who made the decision, who I will call the Oscar Schindler of Beverly Hills. But I was inspired um, by many of you journalists, you know, uh, such as you on the, uh, Adam, you, uh, Alex, uh, Del Bigtree, uh, all, all big names, uh, James Corbett. Uh, we can make a difference. We can make a difference in this world. And we have to realize that our local governments are not controlled by the World Economic Forum. They're not controlled by Big Pharma. And through simple engagement through reasonable discourse, we can create change. And that's what I did. So I just began in simple email campaigns. You know, I didn't have a lawsuit. I didn't have a client to sue the city. And I think that actually would have slowed me down if I had done that. So I engaged in simple emails. Remember back in Hebrew school, Adam, they told us that a quality of a person's intelligence isn't, isn't, is it doesn't come out through answers. It comes out through asking questions. So that's all I would do. I would ask questions. Yeah. You know, that's really amazing. And and you've really been a fighter in Southern California for the anti-vax movement. Unlike anyone else that I've seen, you also just won a major housing case where the tenant was evicted for wearing for not wearing a mask and you got him a huge settlement. You want to what was that about? Well, I, I can talk about ongoing litigation right now. Um but uh, we could talk about that perhaps in the next in the next session on the next Adam King show. But uh, I was basically I still am representing someone who uh, lives in one of the most expensive condominium buildings in the city of Los Angeles. And basically what they tried to do is during the uh, during this the craziness about a year ago, they made a law a private law in their condominium complex that said everybody needs to wear a mask in the common areas regardless of their medical condition. Well, and my client had a medical condition where he couldn't wear a mask. It was a documented medical condition and we're still fighting it in court and we're going to win. I think it's pretty epic what you're doing and uh, I love supporting you on the Adam King show. You always have a platform uh, with me and with Infowars and um you know, it's it's all connected, all your work. You know, there's there's so few people in Democrat socialist controlled California that are really out there fighting for the rights of individuals the way that you are. 
We're going to pause for a commercial break in about 25 seconds or so. But on the flip side, I want to get more into this uh, City of Beverly Hills thing because uh, that's an, that's a huge deal. It, it might appear like a small thing, but you nailed it on the head. At the local level, we can affect government where the macros can. So, uh, you know, no new world order when it's just people paying their taxes or, or voting with their neighbors. On the, on the other side of the break, we're going to continue with the American. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Adam King. All right, and we're back from that short commercial break, joined by my guest for this segment, Dave, uh, David Hakimi Farr. Uh, uh, founder of Hakimi Far Law. Uh, David, uh, for anybody just tuning in, was vitally instrumental in making sure that the city of Beverly Hills just revoked its vaccine mandate for employees. Uh, We're going to be covering this coming up on the Adam King Show in an extended segment. Uh, I'm actually going to be interviewing David, um, really giving the full background and the scope of how this whole thing came to be, because it's really a big deal in communist hellhole California that a city defied the orders of this Democrat oligarchical machine such as Los Angeles. Um, David, when did the revoke actually go into effect? On Saturday. It took many months, um, but it was worth it. And if you'd like me to get into the genesis of it, I'd be happy to. Um, yeah, please. Basically, basically, back in... I believe it was in December, uh, the city council, five out of five of them in Beverly Hills, got together and started protesting alongside with the Persian community um, against the hijab, against the the dictatorial regime in the Islamic Republic of Iran. Because uh, as you know, Beverly Hills has a large Iranian population, especially a large Iranian Jewish population. And so five out of five of the city council would come out and they would protest in support of Iranian freedom. So my thought would be, oh, the city council has changed their position with respect to the bodily autonomy. If they are protesting in support of women not having to wear hijab, shouldn't they now be supporting in support of people having bodily autonomy? So that's where my emails would begin. I would start to ask questions. Um, you know, I would say, where are you? Where? What studies are you using in support of of keeping this? Do the risks outweigh the benefits? And just asking questions, little by little. So, how long did it take you from the beginning until where we got to now? It took about four months because I started at late December and through. Uh, through a lot of emails, through a lot of consultations with the city manager of Beverly Hills. Her name is Nancy Hunt Coffey, a very brave woman who just took her position. Um, You know, I managed to basically convince her because what I found was through my emails and through my communications that the decision to keep the mandate was really left to one person. It wasn't even left to the city council. It was left to the city manager. So we scratched, we scratched, we scratched, and we calmly asked questions, you know, without without sounding too crazy, because, you know, they call anti-vaxxers crazy. But uh, we know the truth is on our side. We know the science is on our side. So just through calm, reasonable, 
discourse. That's how it was accomplished. And I was able to show that, you know, it's a very rational position to offer people, especially the most vulnerable population, city employees who don't have a choice, that they should have a choice. If you argue the people of Iran should have a choice, whether or not they wear a headscarf, the city employees should have a choice as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it to us on on our side, it's common sense, and uh, to the greater community as a whole, you know, of the city, they just don't understand it. And and uh, you know, but you know, it's one thing about the masks; it's another thing about forcing an entire public to inject themselves with an experimental gene therapy. And one of the things I really liked about your approach is how you kept relating it to Nuremberg. And, uh, and, you know, I, you, as you're sitting here saying calm and collected, I'm thinking in my head, what about all those Nuremberg accusations you were making? But, but, you know, it really hits hard, especially to a city like Beverly Hills. And, um, you know, I encourage all the info warriors out there who also have, are living in cities with vaccine mandates for federal employees to follow David's, uh, David's, uh, um, way that he was able to go about getting this lifted we're talking about the city of beverly hills this isn't you know you know some distant small town this is beverly hills where everybody is democrat everybody is bougie rich and egotistical and so to be able to accomplish this in beverly hills it should be able to be accomplished everywhere else so david are you available to help people and coach people on how to get these things done across can they reach out to your law firm and uh, and and work with you on on getting other cities to adopt these similar policies? Absolutely. If anybody wants to reach out to me, I'll be happy to be an advocate for them. Um, it would be my pleasure. This is this is something we do not for the money. We do it because it's necessary, because it's important. Um, so I'd absolutely be willing to help anybody. And if anybody else else there is thinking about doing this, I would. 100% pick up the phone, call me. I'll be happy to talk to you. Um, because again, right now it's really easy. We're three years into this. It's no longer a question about whether or not this is experimental. The science is 100% with us. Yeah, absolutely. And the CDC agrees that these are killing people. Um, well, one thing has that, a it has a terrible safety profile. It's dubious as, it whether, as to whether it helped a single category in any age group in in any sickness level so at the end of the day anyway it should be a choice it should absolutely be a choice and actually it was a choice uh, unless you were a federal or a city employee um but one of the things i think is so cool is later today city council is having a, a meeting and you're going to thank them you know and uh continue the dialogue and the and the appeasement you know if you will it's kind of like you got to grease the wheels with these people who are in there are employees but we have to like kind of like bow and kiss their ring and and i and i love your approach your activism is stellar you're a super home run hitter california is blessed to have you now since it is happens to be Holocaust Remembrance Day, and both of us are Jewish, I feel like it is important, since we're talking about vaccines, to talk about what was done to Israel, how the 
Bibi Netanyahu and his Nazi regime and the people who came after him injected over 90% of our population with this gene therapy, upwards of six vaccinations. While we have a couple minutes left in the segment, what do you think about that? And uh, is this something on Holocaust Remembrance Day, is this something that keeps you up at night, knowing that so many innocent Jews were, who, who grew up on the hashtag never forget have somehow forgotten and allowed this Mengele Pfizer Nazi vaccine up in their arms? You know, it's a uh, it's a tragedy what happened in Israel. And I know a lot of people, especially right wing people, they grew up worshiping Bibi Netanyahu. Um, I was one of them. I looked up to him. I thought he was the modern king of Israel and his relationship with Albert Bourla and what he did to the population is unforgivable. Uh, we have to always remind people that the Nazis had a word for vaccines that didn't work. They called them experiments. So this was terrible, it was Nazi-esque, and we shouldn't shy away from that word. And we need to remind people all the time that it's our obligation uh, rising from the ashes of the Holocaust to remember the Nuremberg Code, because that is supposed to be the lasting legacy of the Holocaust. Yeah, you know, and I go around, I, I just don't have a filter on my mouth most of the time. so. I'm in all these super high-end conversations, and I just spout off that Bibi Netanyahu is a Nazi, and they're like, you can't call another Jew a Nazi. And I'm like, no, no, no. He's not like a Nazi like the people we don't like. He's like the German Socialist Workers' Party Nazi. You know, like he's like an employee of the Fourth Reich, as led by Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. You know, and, and we're going to play some videos later on in the segment about this, and it's something that you know, really boils my heart because I too grew up on Bibi Netanyahu and hashtag never forget and Holocaust remembrance, you know, Holocaust everything. And, and you know, that was how we grew up as Ashkenazi Jews in, in, in America. And, and so it, it's nice to see two Jews united against Bibi calling him out for the Nazi scumbag that he is. And there's more Nazis in, in Israel than just him. And we're going to win back our country and America. And when we come back from the break on American Journal, we got some more great guests coming up. Thank you, David Akimifar, for coming. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. InfoWars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally nonviolently, politically, punching the new world order in the nose, punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the new world order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. 
Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. And we're back, everybody. We got such an action-packed show for all the info warriors out there. I'm your host, filling in for Harrison Smith, Adam King, host of the Adam King Show on Bandai Video, and you are watching the American Journal. Our next guest, coming from the glorious Republican stronghold in California, Don Hately, managing partner of Hately and Hampton, and the CEO and owner of OC Fight Club, our Best up-and-coming MMA league. Don, welcome to the American Journal. Thank you, Adam. Nice to see you again. Good to see you, Agent 225. Yes, and you're 227. That's an inside joke. We keep it real. Listen, man, it's great to have you on the show, first of all. Thank you. uh, So, you know, episode 29, I think it is, of the Adam King Show, I take everybody to OC Fight Club, and we have, like, this ripping good time. Don, you're like a superstar attorney, accountant, CPA, everything. We're going to get into some tax law, but before we do that, I want to plug for OC Fight Club and encourage everybody to check out episode 29 and see what Don does, because it's really cool. It's like a feeder league to the UFC. You're going to run a video? Uh, no, we're not going to run a video because we got such a short segment, oh, but I want so, to give a so plug. Sure. Quick. So, so we have a company called Combat Sports Entertainment. We own uh, a company called Engelbrecht Promotions and Events, which was um, founded by Roy Engelbrecht, who uh, has been running the uh, local fights, boxing and MMA in Orange County for a number of years now. And we acquired that company in 2019, and uh, we've sold out our last 14 shows. You were at our uh, our show, I guess, what, two shows ago. And uh, we have a fantastic uh, operation, and we're scaling that into uh, a feeder league. Uh, sort of think of college football to the NFL. So there we go. So we're creating... Um, uh, oh, I... Uh, right there that was from my phone camera yeah, so we're creating a minor league system uh, uh, for mma and we're excited to get that launched or um we'll also be on launching a uh, extreme roller derby which is very exciting so think yeah, of roller good. roller derby with a mma component that's going to be cool and we're going to be repping Infowars straight from the center of the ring so we want all the Infowars to check it out. When's the next fight? June 8th, I think. Well, we actually have a fight coming up uh next week that we're uh, putting on for another uh promoter and it's going to be in a triangle uh, shaped ring. 
So oh, that's, uh, that's going to be interesting. But our next okay. uh, Fight Club OC fight will be on uh, June 8th. All right. Awesome. Moving forward into some heavy, serious topics, because you're like a, a an everything type of a person, super spy, attorney, tax, everything. Just for uh, all of our info warriors, Don actually was on the delegation that Trump took with him to Saudi Arabia back in the day. Uh, I, it was, it was, was a sub-delegation uh, that we went over there as part of... Um, uh, put on by a guy in New York. But yeah, we, we got to meet a lot of people there. So I'm wearing my, uh, I don't know if you can see here, it's Patriotic Day today, Adam. It's it is. Day. Oh, and also, that is not Patriotic Day. That is the day that we rebel I, 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 against. I, 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 my, my coffee cup. <laughs> nice one. You nice know what one. that is? Do you know what that is? No, tell me. That's a spy plane. That's the U-2 spy plane. Oh, they use remember? balloons. Huh? I said they use balloons now. No, no, but the significance, what's today, Adam? This is tax day. It's tax day. And you remember what happened in, with, when Obama was in the White House on, with the taxes? He persecuted everybody that he didn't like. Yeah, he was targeting Lewis conservative Lewis. groups and nonprofits. Why do you and, think Lewis go to jail for that? Well, you know, at the time, Comey was head of the FBI, and under his investigation, of course, he found no no wrongdoing, no targeting. Of what course. Do you feel about I'm that? sure Garland is going is gonna to prosecute all these bastards, right? <laughs> However, they did end up settling. When Trump took office, they did end up settling uh, uh, that case against a number of conservative groups, sued the IRS, sued the Justice Department, and— uh, so that got settled um, when Trump was there. So I don't think that there's anything more oppressive in this country than taxes. You know, it's interesting. It's sort of uh, there's selective enforcement with our laws. There's no there's no enforcement of the borders. But if you uh, don't pay your taxes, for sure, you know why, right? Because they hate the us. It feeds them. You're paying the salaries of these people. Yeah, and and they need more money from. They need us to fund the war in Ukraine. Such bastards. You know, oh, our country was founded off of not paying taxes. And you know, everybody talks all the time about like nonviolent engagement and peaceful protest and everything. And I always tell people like, if you don't feel like your country is representing you, just stop paying taxes. You know, if enough no, of us stop. Break the system. If everybody did, uh, that would be a wake-up call, right? Yeah, and it's a nonviolent way. Nobody's got to die. Nobody's got to get punched in the face. I'm sure all the pink-haired liberal loonies will come running out saying, No, pay your taxes! Pay your taxes! Or else I'm not going to be able to get my government-funded transgendered surgery! We, we may need another tea party, right? Literally. We need a tea you know, these guys, I don't know if this is 100% true or not, but I think it is. The British tax that was opposed on the colonists was a 2% tax. And that was enough to, to, to rebel against the crown of England. And here we're paying, like, in some places, over 50% when you add up all the taxes. And I like to say, what is the difference between capitalism and socialism? It's very simple. 51% taxes. 
If you are the prime beneficiary of your labor, it's capitalism. If the government and society is, it's socialism. All right, so let's talk about some ta tax tips on the last day. Yeah, please, we got about a minute and a half. Give our info yeah, warriors so, something. So a lot of people you know, work, work at home now and they don't realize or they don't take advantage of the home office deduction. So you can certainly do that. Um, if you had to move during the year, a lot of people relocated uh, with COVID. There's moving expense deduction, health insurance premiums, student loan interest, job search expenses are deductible, gambling losses to the extent of your gambling winnings. So you just can't write off your losses, but uh, if you have winnings, you can offset the winnings with your losses. Now, I was able to make a fortunate bet. Being a USC fan, I bet last year uh, at Mirage that um, Caleb Williams would win the Heisman Trophy, and I won that bet. So I don't have any losses. Um, charitable, my, uh, I'm sorry, charitable. Sorry? No, go ahead. Charitable. Oh, oh, uh, here. We got like. 20 seconds left, and then it's going to cut out to a commercial. Okay. Charitable deductions, uh, tax preparation fees, things like that, travel-related business expenses. Make sure you keep track of all those things. Any education uh, and training expenses. Startup costs. A lot of people are starting up their companies, $5,000 deductible. So We're going to be right back and people can find him at Haley and Hampton. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department. But it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just going to tell you, bottom line, my wife is blown away. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. And I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, your energy, your workouts. Get 1776 Testosterone Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Adam King. Well, welcome back, Info Warriors. You know, before our next guest comes in, I just want to give a shout out to myself for wearing and buying the Alex Jones for President 2024 shirt. You could get this at InfoWarsStore.com. They're selling out. I always make sure to get one of these hot tees. And I just think this is the funniest shirt in the world. I walk around the mall out here and everywhere, everyone but where I live is conservative. So we don't really have a problem. But I get shout outs all the time saying, yeah, brother, and everything like that. It's all good. So go get a Alex Jones for President shirt before they sell out. Buy one for your parents and for your kids. Um, next, we got an unbelievable guest coming, uh, signing in from London. 
we have Mutter Zaron, the opposition leader to the King of Jordan, calling in, talk about some really interesting stuff. Mutter Zaron, welcome to the American Journal. Thanks How for having my- me. You know, all, all the- I think it's really great that you're on. InfoWars is the most open-minded community in the entire world. And one of the things I love about your work and your message that doesn't get any press whatsoever is you focus heavily on Palestinian suffrage inside of Jordan, where Palestinian rights are being stripped from them and being abused while this cannon fodder noise of Israel-Palestine basically strips these Palestinians of their their rights in Jordan. And for our InfoWarrior community, a lot of people I'm sure don't know this, but Transjordan is the actual home of the Palestinians. Uh, 90% of the population of Jordan is Palestinian. You yourself are a Palestinian. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about some of what the evil king uh, of Jordan does to your people? Well, first of all, what does the evil king do to the American people? The mm. American people pay an, a very hefty tax or tribute to the king of Jordan every year, in access of $2 billion. This is at the time when American uh, veterans are going uh, sleeping rough, sleeping homeless, and not receiving medical treatment. These are very difficult times for the American people. At the same time, they're blowing away up to $3 billion a year on a king ruling a population of 10 million people, a country the size of barely Indiana. Um, That said, what's the king doing to the American people? It's simple. You saw the recent scandals of him having $670 million in several accounts, and the, this is like the penis, the small stuff in uh, Credit Suisse, the Swiss bank, and him having property bought with American money on American soils, basically on American soil for $200 million just around the time that you were giving him and still giving him a lot of aid. So this is a man who has thrived on your tax dollars while the population, people of Jordan, of all religion, creed, and heritage are are suffering. This is the epitome, the embodiment of the entire problem. Every American is usually interested in their own survival, their own, you know, families, hardworking people. In this case, they they give they pay a little attention to the Israeli Arab conflict, regardless whom they support. They usually the average American is concerned about what's happening in Israel slash versus Palestine, and the reality is it's all connected. The Arab-Israeli conflict is a bogus conflict that has been established to blackmail the entire universe and blackmail the people. An example, a very parallel uh, conflict is the North Korea and South Korean conflict. One country is split into half uh, using globalist forces to split the country, create two different identities for the same people, and then creating havoc and tension, blackmailing the entire world with it occasionally. And uh, everyone was an accomplice. This is why when President Trump 
he began talking to the North Korean leader. If anything, he proved by crossing the border from North Korea, South Korea to North Korea is that the conflict in North Korea was bogus. So is the conflict between Israel slash Palestine. I'll try and make it very simple. Yeah. And I want American people to listen because they put in the bill for all of this. When Osama bin Laden blew up those, uh, you know, those towers, allegedly blew up those towers in, in, in New York, he, the message which was either tailored to him or Osama he made the Yeah, the message that Osama bin Laden, he excused himself using, claiming that, oh, because Palestine is occupied. Let's be clear. There was a country called the British Mandate for Palestine in 1917 under the control of the Britain, the Great Britain. Great Britain, long story short, eventually agreed to a deal called the Faisal-Weizmann Agreement between the ancestors of the current King of Jordan and the Israeli, or the, the, the foundation of the Israeli government called the Jewish Agency. The agreement was to split the country into half, uh, given actually more than half, give the Arabs 78% to Palestine, give the Jews 22% to Palestine, and to call that Jordan, would have, what later became Jordan was to be the Arab Palestine, and Israel, the Jewish Palestine. The people who signed off to this were the ancestors of, the, of this king. They, they are his ancestors. And they have not paid off and delivered on their promise this is how we are treated in Jordan. This is why we don't have a country in Jordan. Let me be clear. Everyone in Jordan is suffering under a ruthless dictator whose wife is basically another Mary Antoinette. Uh, they live lavishly in the life of the rich and famous while our people are suffering all the time. Uh, three meals a day is a luxury in Jordan. People suffer all the time about what they're going to get, how they're going to provide for their family. It's quite difficult. That said, Good. this is what the king now, does, Adam. This is what the king does, Adam. This is our country. Jordan is not a host country for Palestinians. It's their country. Jordan was named Palestine at the beginning. Jordan was a trans-Jordan for 25 years under British rule as self-rule in Palestine. Jordan, according to the agreement, Faisal Wiseman agreement, is supposed to host all Arabs all Arabs of Palestine, at the same time, when we moved in 1967 during the war, when we relocated from uh, the West Bank to Jordan, it was like you moving from California to Washington or from uh, Oklahoma to another just neighboring state. It, uh, we are citizens native to the country. All the so-called tribes of the country are originally Palestinian. If, if you're talking like self-identifying Palestinians, they're over 95% of the population. Nonetheless, the king keeps promoting and establishing that we are not Jordanians. Jordan is the only, the Hashemite kingdom of Jordan today is the only apartheid state in the 21st century. You know, Israel is accused of being an apartheid state. In reality, the only remaining apartheid state is the Hashemite kingdom of Jordan. You won't believe the Nazi tactics being used on Palestinians in Jordan. Our passport are stamped different. So it's pretty much like the Star of David, the Megan David being stamped on Jews in Nazi Germany with the word Jude on top. Uh, uh, yeah. We are banned yeah. from government jobs. We are 95% of the population. 
we get only a fraction, less than 7% of the parliamentary seats. Uh, for example, Christians in Jordan, they are a mere 1.1%, you know, 1.5% of population. They get almost 10% of the government seat based on their religion, while Palestinians get only eight or seven seats out of 120 plus seats. We are not a single president of a university in Jordan. You know, Mother, we're going we're gonna to pause. I hate to interrupt you. We're going to pause for a quick commercial break. And when we come back on the other side of that break, we're going to go deeper into this subject and uh, 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 really bring some justice to light. You're watching The American Journal. I'm your guest host, Adam King. We will be right back. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department, but it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just gonna tell you bottom line, my wife is blown away. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. And I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, your energy, your workouts. Get 1776 Testosterone Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, and we are back from the commercial break. I'm your guest host, Adam King, filling in for the one and only Harrison Smith, who is on paternity leave. Mazel tov, big mazel tov to Harrison Smith on the birth of his child. Uh, we are joined in this segment, again, coming back from the break, with Mutter Zaron, leader of the opposition movement to the King of Jordan. Uh, we're having a very interesting discussion about Palestinian rights inside of Jordan. And uh, Mutter, I want to thank you for coming on and being brave enough to really break this message to all sorts of people who are hearing for the first time uh, the, that Palestinians are suffering in Jordan. You know, so much the PSYOP is so geared 
towards convincing everybody that Israel versus Palestine and pick a side and get emotional and go protest and yell at somebody that you don't know and start a fight. They don't realize that the real Palestinian suffrage is taking place in Jordan, where people are being massively oppressed by their government, a government that is comprised of 95% Palestinians, and Palestinians are not allowed to occupy any of the seats of, of government. So uh, we have Mutter Zaran with us. And uh, Mutter, let's continue the conversation. What is life like for Palestinians in Jordan? Well, it's hell. Life in Jordan for all Jordanians is hell, but for Palestinians in Jordan, it's like the lowest abyss in hell. You're not allowed jobs. You are humiliated publicly. Like the, you can see daily reports in uh, state newspapers demonizing and insulting the majority of Palestinians with all and most degrading remarks. You are you you don't get fair treatment in uh, with the just justice system. It's a complete mm -hmm. apartheid system. No questions asked, and it belongs to the medieval era. It's, you do, you, I couldn't imagine this being in the 21st century. You know, I never knew until this show that this uh, king of Jordan took $200 million of American taxpayer money to buy himself houses in America with. That's disgusting. Well, that's what, what we were able to find out. The, 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 what you can't, what you couldn't detect is much higher because the reports is he uses a very complicated, you can Google that, very complicated financial system, an offshore company to hide his assets. So why is he asking your tax dollars while, you know, he, he's got $670 million in a couple of accounts, which was also exposed. So it doesn't make sense. Why is he receiving your support? It doesn't make sense why American people have to be the suckers picking up the taps for dictators around the world, who, by the way, do very little to help you and do a lot helping uh, the global elite by sustaining the so-called Arab-Israeli conflict. Yeah, you know, and, and like I said earlier, the Arab-Israeli conflict is really the greatest psyop because it's like... It's like chaos porn for anybody. Anytime that they need some sort of distraction, whether they're the global elites are trying to do anything in the in in the world, like right now, they get their agents on both sides. They get their Bibi Netanyahu Nazi on one side. They get their their Hamas Ismail Hania on the other side, and they just create some artificial chaos that just that spreads Jew hatred all around the world, but most importantly, never addresses the actual problems that Palestinians face, which is, uh, let, I mean, let's just look, for example, the Palestinians in the West Bank. Um, uh, Mohammed Abbas, Mahmoud Abbas, is in the 18th or 19th year of his first term as a democratically elected president. You know, so Palestinian rights are trampled on and no one would ever expect a jew to come up here and talk about palestinian rights but the truth is is it is the jew who's talking about palestinian rights and it's the palestinian who's saying that no this is the wrong conflict the real conflict of palestinians is inside of jordan so i think that it's such a dynamic thing when you and i get together 
And uh, we've done an episode. People could check it out on Bandai Video. I think it's like early, early on, like maybe like episode six or seven, something like that, where we actually go really in depth of all this. But let me ask you a question. What kind of work are you doing in Jordan to bring about regime change? What, what? I know there's things you could talk about. There's things that you can't talk about. I know that uh, I, I hooked you up with my buddy Trey Inkst over at Fox, and you were able to help him tremendously with uh, some big stories that were emerging, and, and you really break the news uh, so much over there. What are you doing to cause regime change in Jordan? Well, basically, the problem with the Hashemite regime, the king of Jordan, is he is the sweetheart of the establishment in the United States. He's managed to fool a lot of people. He's very high on publicity, public outreach. He's made trans dined and wide by every congressman, senator, or congress member in the United States. So it, it, he gets good press. Uh, he's known for paying money to the media, so it's very difficult to expose him. That's why I'm in one of your shows. On the other hand, um, we've managed to reach out to the establishment and show them the king for what he really is, rather than what he imagined him to be. And uh, it's been very difficult for him. Uh, our, our policy is simple. We want to make him bleed to death, make the regime bleed to death, death with a mm -hmm. thousand cuts. I can assure you that we've never been so close to a raging change in Jordan. It will be the biggest surprise that will hit the media. It's all about rigorous. I, I borrow a lot of knowledge from the Zionist movement, the way, you know, from under, underground, from underneath the bunkers into establishing a state uh, shortly after World War II. A lot of wisdom can be borrowed, and a lot I have borrowed about persistence, nonviolence, at the same time, being humane with everything you do. It takes, you know, that, you know I'll, I'll make it simple. I'll make it simple. For those who didn't know this about Jewish heritage, but when Jews, Jews were in diaspora, when they were expelled from Israel, for over 2,000 years, on their holidays, they would tell one another, next year in Jerusalem. They never gave up their dream and persistence. And now they have their own state, a global, at least a regional superpower. This is what, what we are. We're never, we're never letting go. Our purpose is to let go of this king, set, send him down. He's not a native to our country, by the way. He's from Saudi Arabia. He's a foreign king. And uh, we're just going to say... He was an ousted king from Saudi Arabia, which is important to understand. He was, his family was the rulers from Muhammad until the I Ibn al-Saud, am I correct? His family was the local, uh, like, sheriffs. This is, by the way, where the word sheriff comes from. They were the sheriffs, the original first time ever named that, sheriffs of Mecca, the holy city. They controlled the small holy village. Oh, and they've, like done that for 12, they've done that for, 12, uh, for 1,200 years until the Saudi royal family came and uh, expelled them to Jordan. And since then, they've been holding a grudge against the Saudis and holding a grudge against Jordanians too. You know, it, it's really amazing. And I appreciate you, you, you sharing that with us on InfoWars. That really is breaking news that the regime is about to fall in Jordan. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody's going to talk about it. 
And uh, I want to uh, invite you uh, back when uh, that actually does happen. I want you to break the news uh, to the InfoWars community. I want you to, to, to write this down, take a picture, keep it to records. Our, yeah, next, meeting, our next meeting is going to be in Amman, Jordan, with the King gone. I don't like, you know, I'm an, I'm an ex-pilot. I've, I've flown fighter jets. And, you know, when you're a pilot, you're more concerned with details rather than, you know, accuracy, accurate procedures rather than timing. So I cannot give it time, but it's going to happen this year. And it will be the most mesmerizing and shocking surprise to everyone in the media and elsewhere. That's absolutely amazing. And, and when that time comes, I will be there to help Palestinians with whatever they need to do to build that state in Palestine. And we're closing up this segment. we got about 50 seconds left. Um, do you see yourself taking part in a, a, a major role in that future government? Uh, 15 seconds, and then we're going to go to a commercial break. I am the next president of Jordan, and uh, I look forward to inviting you Guaranteed, inshallah. Well, we hope that uh, for for that sake it, it's true, and uh, and uh, the truth of the matter is, is I, I really want to see the end of the conflict and giving the Palestinians a home and peace and sovereignty over their own land is certainly going to ease the burden in the entire geopolitical region, especially with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. I want to thank our guest Mutazaran. And after this break, we will be back on the American Journal. Thank you for tuning in, InfoWarrior. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot, because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. 